Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Working Title, the podcast. This is Keyshawn Rains, your humble host. And today I am bringing you another really cool conversation that I had the privilege of having with someone that I actually started off following on social media about a year and a half ago when... I um, was just, you know, scrolling, looking for something cool, looking for some candles. And I believe I was actually looking for black owned businesses. And this particular, you know, Instagram page popped up. And as I started to dig, I discovered not only is it black owned, that the owner is also part of the queer community and also lived in Long Beach. And I was like, how do I not know this person? I need to know her. So we started following each other on Instagram and, you know, leaving comments here and there, shares here and there, which I really appreciated because one thing that I know is very helpful for a new business owner or a new side hustler or a new entrepreneur is marketing and promotion and Social media is a really quick, easy, and free way to be able to support the business of another person. A lot of times we think the only way we can support somebody's business is by putting money into it. Not that we are turning away money. If you got it, please go ahead and send it our way. However, that's not the only way to support. And what I noticed was that this particular person would freely and frequently share things that I posted about special events, about the podcast, about any and everything that she saw positive, she would go ahead and share it, which I really appreciated for someone that I had never even had the privilege of meeting. So this conversation that I'm about to share with you is actually the very first time we've spoken to each other outside of Instagram. So I'm excited about it. I can't wait to share it with you. Today's guest is someone who I really admire. I admire her hustle. <laughs> I admire the the work that she's doing for her community, in her community. I admire her commitment to creating something that is safe, that is you know, pleasant to experience, and that is really done with purpose and with a lot of heart. So sit back, get comfortable, take a couple of long, deep cleansing breaths, and get ready to listen to a conversation with Zakia Warner. Hello, and I, we've never had a chance to talk before. So. We have not. So nice to meet you over audio. <laughs> yes, likewise. Nice to meet you as well. And it's so funny because, um, you know, like, finding you know each other on through social media um you know depending on what your social media handle is if it's you know your business name you never really know like somebody's real name (laughs) right exactly exactly (laughs) so like as I'm getting you know the calendar you know updates uh, for my scheduling app I'm seeing I'm like I wonder who that is. And then I have to go back and like, look at the actual like uh, email address or something to kind of like put all the pieces right. together. I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. She is hot thing candles. Okay. There we go. Let's yes. put all, all together. But, um, so my name is Zakia Warner. <laughs> yes. Welcome Zakia. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. So Thank much. you for inviting me. You're so welcome. Um, I, um, I started this podcast about a year ago. Well, a little over a year ago and it just was one of those like, you know, divine downloads or just, you know, inspirational kind of things you get where you're like, you know what, I think I'm going to do a podcast now. And mm-hmm. just wanting to be able to create another avenue or another platform to be able to reach, you know, the public or reach the community outside of Instagram, Facebook, um, 
in addition to live coaching classes, virtual stuff, books, et cetera, I was like, a podcast is a cool way to do that. And right. one of my biggest inspirations is Oprah Winfrey. And I'm like, if Oprah, oh. so, right. Wait, Oprah, Oprah has a podcast. Oprah has a po- See, exactly. Oprah oh. has a podcast. She, I did not know she, this. Yeah. Well, it's actually, it's super soul conversations is the name of the podcast. Oh, okay. And essentially what she did, cause she is a brilliant, you know, media personality. Mm-hmm. She has the show super soul Sundays, um, that comes right. on own. Well, what she did is she basically created a podcast that's based off of those conversations that happen on super soul Sunday. So, Oh, you I'll know, have to and it's simplest. Out. Yeah, and it's simplest uh, terms from a production standpoint. She just took the audio from those conversations oh. and made it into a podcast. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Okay. And Ayanla did the same thing. Ayanla's podcast. She has a Fix My Life podcast that's coming out. Uh, I think later this month or in July. Same thing. Oh, wow. Audio from some of her best episodes and decided to turn it into a podcast. So I was like, hey, well. If it's good enough for Oprah. I will then. definitely have to check those out. Um, I know I currently listen to, I love listening to The Read, um, The Friend Zone. I don't know if you've heard of those, but mm-hmm. they're pretty awesome. So um, yeah, I've been getting into podcasts like maybe like the past year. I'm like, instead of listening to music, I prefer to listen to podcasts. It's just more relaxing. And I've been learning a lot from podcasts. Yeah, I I too, you know, when I'm, especially when I'm in the car um, or on the train or something like that, I will usually find a podcast or two depending on you know the length of them mm-hmm. and that'll be what I listen to or like I like to listen to audiobooks and stuff like that too but right. podcasts are cool like you said because they're informative one mm-hmm. I really like is called black girl in ohm oh, and okay. um, it's like two black women who I believe they're from the midwest chicago area started a podcast a couple of years ago they're also on instagram and their podcast is like everything you know health and wellness everything black everything woman every it's really cool and um, uh, okay. i'll have again, to check them another, out too you're welcome you're welcome but um so yeah what what i usually do is uh, i say usually but it's different every time I promise. Okay. I do have a format. I do. It's okay. just, I like to let the conversations just kind of flow and happen. Um, so they, you know, kind of happen very casually. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Feel free to talk for as little or as long as you'd like. Um, I decided to step way outside my comfort zone this season and invite people that I haven't met in, in real life, mm-hmm. IRL, um, but people that I have been influenced or impacted by on social media based on what you've presented and you happen to be one of the first guests (laughs) in that that category so I'm very very happy thank you Um, I'm excited you accepted the invitation this is my first podcast interview so I'm like ah, I'm kind of nervous but excited Okay, good. Nervous and excited is good. Well, I'm I'm glad that you said yes and you know took a step outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And so um so yeah, so you already shared your name, but I wanted you to share a little bit more about yourself, where people can find you on social media and maybe introduce your business. Okay. Well, the name of my business is Hot Thing Candles. Uh, that's T H A N G. Um, so I started um November 2015. Um, I love candles, so um, I just I used to buy them all the time, Bath and Body Works, all that stuff. So um, I was like, I want to try to make my own and maybe possibly have a side business and sell them. Um, so I did some research, and then I found um, a class 
that was like basically five minutes from my house. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. So um, mm-hmm. I went and learned how to make candles and then um, did just did a lot of trial and error trying to get the right, you know, scents and burns and all that. And then I learned about candles and like the ones that we normally burn are like kind of bad for us because of all the carcinogens and all this suit. And it's like all in our we're breathing it every day so I wanted to make Mm. candles that were better for us to um inhale and to have in our home so that's why I make the soy wax candles with soy wicks so it's better for everybody um but yeah so I sell online I do the pop-ups um social media I'm on Instagram Facebook Twitter under hot thing candles so that's pretty much the quickness of it yeah awesome okay that's pretty dope I I love candles as well mm-hmm. um when I was in college I one of my first jobs was working at Bath and Body Works so oh. I got very familiar <laughs> with the aromatherapy sections of the store okay. and right. um I've always loved to have candles you know around my house um mm-hmm. and uh I I did not know that what you know materials or ingredients I guess that were going into them yeah were taught were potentially toxic right you know? and they smell delicious but then like you said the air quality is affected and things like that right so if you were to I guess in your opinion as a you know a candle maker would you say that the majority of candles that are out there right now contain these toxic materials I believe so <laughs> to be honest with you <laughs> I mean yeah they smell amazing but it's not really it's not good for us um so Mm. a lot of times you'll see even if when you're burning the jars it's like the top is like all black and that stuff is also like getting in our lungs and in our system so Mm. it's so that's not normal no it's not (laughs) it's not so if you can try to do soy wax it's so much better for you um so better for the environment for everything so if you can yeah so like so do yeah, do the do soy wax and soy now are some candles made with soy wax but some other type of wick? I know you mentioned like soy wax and wicks, is that right? Um I think so. I know a lot of people they do um maybe cotton wicks, which are also those are good for you too. So um Okay. Yeah. So um but a lot of times you probably won't know, they probably won't say what type of wicks they're using. Um mm, but yeah, secrets. just <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, definitely try to get um soy wicks and stuff like that so um okay another unique thing about my business is I also like to make sometimes a candle that has um like a purpose or just um like for instance I have a Black Lives Matter candle I have a Mm -hmm. trans is beautiful um candle I have um one for um LGBTQ community and I like to donate a portion of each candle sale to different um the organizations for that candle so that's dope. So you have like conscious candles. Yeah, like, exactly. That's candles word. with purpose. <laughs> right, I love it. Right. I love that. So no, that's really cool. That was, I think, one one of the first posts that I saw that drew me to your um, Instagram page was when you made a Prince candle. Yeah. Oh my god. And yes, you know, that. I was just like, oh my god. Yeah. You know, I wasn't. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> but it was just one of those like. Oh, okay somebody somebody feels what I'm feeling yes, right now I love actually the name of my business actually came from a Prince song called Hot Thing, hot thing. so I mm-hmm. just kind of put a little twist on it and made it Hot Thing but I love Prince I grew up with him my parents like took me to see Purple Rain when I was like seven years old and I like yeah. I was like who is this man like I was in love with him when I was like seven you know 
So um, yes. ever since, I've just been a complete Prince fan. So I still yeah. listen to yeah. like Purple Rain, like like it just came out. <laughs> like it just came out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's I'm, I'm the same way. Like I I will be 42 in two weeks. So when Purple oh, Rain came out, you. I was a, a young lad as well. Yes. <laughs> and I remember going to see it with my cousin because my parents were like super religious and they were like, you will not <laughs> see this movie. But one of my cousins was in high school at the time. And so she took me to see it and I was just like enamored, mm-hmm. you know, just so like in awe of like this person, this presence, this, you know, the music, the dance, the look, yes. you know, just the look alone yes. of like this androgynous kind mm-hmm. of, you know, multiracially different hair. Like, right. I was just like, who is this? Right. You know, like everybody was like, Michael Jackson. I was like, Michael Jackson is cool. Who is this right. though? Right. <laughs> I want to know more about this person. Right. And he has one name and, you know, and so I became a huge Prince fan mm-hmm. and went to concerts when I was in college and have every album, you know, CDs, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And was just, you know, obviously the day that he passed, I was oh. just devastated. Like it was me like, too. I actually lost a family member. Oh, That's how it felt. Me too. Like I was at work. I remember and my coworker, she just started crying. And I was like, what's that? She's like, Prince died. And I was like, what? And I just... I had to go online and look for myself, obviously. And I was like, I had to walk away and I legit cried. And yeah. um, I called my wife at the time and I was like, oh my God, Prince. And she's like, cool. She's like, who is Chris? And I was like, no, Prince. Not Chris. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like a lot of people who are not really big fans, they just didn't. Because they're like, why are you crying with somebody you don't know? And I was like, that's not the point. Like this person has mm-hmm. impacted so many lives, including my own. And he's gone now you know so it was just uh, it was I was devastated yeah that was one of those moments where like I remember hearing like my grandparents or you know parents talk about like they remember where they were when you know Martin Luther King died right when JFK got shot and I was like I remember where I was when Prince died yeah okay that was one of those moments in my adulthood where I was like wait a minute okay so the world is different now and Mm -hmm. started to for for me what happened in that moment was um, I was probably like two years into like becoming a professional yoga teacher and I was at like a, I guess you can call it like a crossroads where I was either going to stay, you know, very in a donation-based practice, working in a donation-based, you know, community studio, serving just the community of Long Beach and really kind of staying in my comfort zone okay, or having an opportunity to go and travel and teach and go on cruise ships and teach in different cities and states and really explore. Right. And so I remember the day that he passed, like I was in the barbershop and, you know, got a text from my sister and literally, like you said, just kind of like cried and was like whoa mm-hmm. went to the beach and sat there and was like okay I have to go do something yeah. different you know right. like it really it, it, it was one of those moments that kind of pushed me into really exploring being an entrepreneur being a business owner mm-hmm. instead of having a side hustle and right. no shade to the side hustle right a lot of businesses very profitable businesses start off as side hustles mm-hmm. Um, for you, what was your experience like? Did you always know that you wanted to be a business owner or what, how did you end up here? Oh, no, I never thought I would. I was like, that is not for me. I don't get how people do that. Um, like to me, it's still kind of a side hustle because I still have a nine to five. Um, Mm -hmm. so I, it's, um, yeah, I just didn't see myself doing this, but like I said, I just was at work one day and I was like, let me, what can I do? Cause I, 
don't really want to work. I was like, I don't want to sit in a cubicle for the rest of my life, like not knocking anybody else, but I'm just like, I just was like, I know there's more out there for me. And so mm-hmm. um, I was like, what do I like to do? And so, like I said, I love candles. So I was like, let me learn how to make them. And um, I'm still learning constantly of how to do this, you know? So I'm just mm-hmm. like, I love making them, but I'm like, I still don't really understand all of the, the, the legal stuff that I, you know, all the paperwork that you have to fill out mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. licenses and things like that. So um you know you do your nine to five you come home you do your dream you know work on your mm-hmm. dream and hopefully one day it is something that I can do full time and yeah. that's just the the goal uh, each year it's getting better and better for me so I'm just you know really excited and I'm just not not gonna give up that's awesome no yeah. that's awesome and that's really powerful it's um I I took you know what some would call like the the crazy person's route which was to leave my nine to five altogether okay. um, in 2013 and took a huge leap of faith. You know, there was, there was another, you know, life shift that happened for me. Um, a family member passed away suddenly. Mm-hmm. And so apparently people passing away suddenly inspired me to do more with my life. Apparently oh, that's why yeah. it seems to happen for me mm-hmm. that way. And I think it's more, be- it's, it's probably rooted in, the recognition that life is brief yes, and that we only have so much time here Mm -hmm. and that I, you know, firmly believe that each of us has a purpose. Each of us has a reason why we're here and no two, you know, purposes are identical. Right. That if you get that, you know, that surge in your belly or that, Mm -hmm. you know, that message on your heart or that, you know, idea in your mind that says, you know what, I think I want to try this. I think I want to do that to just, take the leap of faith right and not that I'm recommending that everybody leave their job mm-hmm. not saying that <laughs> I'm saying that because there it's it's not always an easy road right you know and and sometimes creating the space in your schedule if you have a traditional nine to five creating the space in your schedule like you said to nurture your dream mm-hmm. is so important because I think that sometimes people are waiting for the perfect scenario to present itself right. the perfect situation and it doesn't necessarily happen that way no um and staying you know encouraged and making sure that you have the right people around you mm-hmm. to um to provide like that level of support and accountability is so so valuable oh absolutely. i think when you're starting a new business or creating a new business so um for you what would you say are some of the challenges that you faced so far as you know a new business owner um there's been um, some, obviously, financial, um, mm-hmm. a lot of the money that you might want to go spend on a certain luxury, you know, that now has to go to your business, <laughs> you know, marketing, mm-hmm. supplies, um, things like that. Um, sometimes I, I know I first went into it looking at, you know, all of your family and friends have to so financially support this and purchase and I'm like and then you get your feelings hurt if they don't and I'm like you shouldn't mm-hmm. you should they are they don't have to do that you know what I mean um if they do that's great but you kind of have to take the sensitivity out of it and I'm a very sensitive person I'm an empath like I'm a Pisces so we are ultra sensitive <laughs> mm-hmm. so you take everything to heart and so I learned um just you know I as long as I have you know I have my stuff I just believe in myself and just be mm-hmm. um, supportive of myself. And I do have, I do thankfully have a support system. So, you know, when I do have events, I do have family and friends show up. 
Um, but just little things happen. Um, sometimes you feel taken advantage of. I know as a, um, a business, um, starting out a small business, you want that exposure. So mm-hmm. you may wind up, I know I wound up giving away a lot of things um, just to try to get my name out there. But I wound up kind of feeling taken advantage of, you know, like, for instance, Mm -hmm. um, somebody had a wedding and they're like, oh, it'll be great exposure for you. So I wound up giving them 200 candles when I first started. I'm just like, that was insane. Um, (laughs) I know. And I like I was like, oh, okay, I'll I'll make all these sales. And yeah, girl, I didn't make one sale from that. (laughs) But I was just like, so just learning as you go. Um, mm-hmm. so it's just a lot. There's been times where all of a sudden, um, a certain supply that you need, it's like, it's sold out and they don't know when they're getting mm. it back. So you're like, okay, crap, what do I do? So just little bumps in the road are always going to come up, but mm-hmm. you just gotta, you know, just pull all your resources together and figure out how to keep pushing. So, right. No, I agree. I agree. I think that's, I think that's probably very common. You know, Mm -hmm. I would say most new business owners, um, whether your business is a service-based business or a product-based business, that we've found ourselves in situations or scenarios where we're not seeing the return Mm -hmm. from our investment, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, an investment of time for people who provide services or an investment of money, Mm -hmm. you know, for people who create products or or both. And I think that, like you said, you kind of have to develop a bit of a thick skin Mm -hmm. you know so this I mean I'm a cancer so trust and believe I just oh yeah (laughs) trust (laughs) me I time for a break time for a breather one thing that we often forget to do as we move throughout our lives throughout our day is to breathe So I invite you right now to allow three deep, intentional breaths to enter and exit your body. And by the time you're done, we will be ready to continue. Thank you so much for listening. You know, and I just happen to come from a family of, I would say, you know, two, well, actually three of my siblings, there's five of us. I'm the oldest of five. Oh, wow. And four of us are entrepreneurs, you know, thrive, striving oh. to become profitable, Amazing. you know, profitable business owners. And two of us happen to kind of be in complementary fields. One of my sisters is a exercise psychologist and personal trainer. And then of course I teach yoga and meditation. Mm-hmm. And then I have a sister who's a choreographer and my brother is a videographer and photographer. So a lot of times, you know, people outside the family or in the family would say, why don't you guys just collaborate and just like do something together? Mm-hmm. And you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's not the best thing to do, uh, working with family and friends. Um, just it could cause a lot of friction, or it could be good, but sometimes it could be a bad thing. Yeah, and I was gonna ask, like, in your as you're growing your business, have you hired or you know uh, asked for the services of any friends or family to help grow your business, or have you been doing it all by yourself? I've been um, mostly doing it by myself. Um, okay, I just actually. I mean, I had my spouse helping me like doing little things, you know, 
but overall I've just been doing pretty much everything on my own I have a bad problem with I don't like asking people for help so then I Mm. overwhelm myself and so I need I'm I'm learning to get out of that like for instance I'm doing an event on Sunday it's like it's supposed to be a thousand people I was gonna try to do it by myself but I was like no I need help so I asked my friend hey Mm -hmm. can you help me I'll pay you she's like of course so I'm like, it's okay to ask for help. Like I used to be like that feels, you know, I feel weak or I feel like I'm going to owe them something or they're going to hold something over my head if I ask, you know, but I'm like, no, you need help. You're not superwoman. So it's okay to ask Absolutely. for help. Absolutely. It's so it's, I, I deal with the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. I'm very independent. Like I said, I'm the oldest firstborn. Mm-hmm. I, same. you know, so it's, I think that's a firstborn trait like a personality trait absolutely is we are conditioned in a sense to provide support and care for others so the idea of asking for it asking for that for ourselves Mm -hmm. is kind of outside of our spectrum of awareness until we get to that point where we're overwhelmed and we're like holy shit if I don't ask for help I'm not even gonna be able to do this right so somebody please save me (laughs) right so being being proactive you know Mm -hmm. and kind of learning from your lessons and saying hey I have this event it's going to be a thousand people. I really want to make the biggest impact possible. I need a team. Right. You know, and that's something that I'm still, still working on because I am pretty nomadic. I like to move, like right now I'm in DC, you know, I was in Long Beach for 12 years. Oh, I'm yeah. originally from, you know, Inglewood. I've lived Me too. in a bunch of different. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So I, you know, and plan to continue to be nomadic. Like I feel, I feel like I'm a cancer sun Sagittarius moon I have the desire to move and go and seek and explore Mm -hmm. and so sometimes being that way um I do carry the responsibility of keeping this 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 machine moving on my own right and the idea of bringing on a team of people is is something I'm still like okay what exactly would that look like and do I do I wait until I've grown to this point to build a team or do I, you know, keep trying to do it on my own? And mm-hmm. at some point I actually had to, well, chose to hire a business coach and oh. I worked with a coach for about six months. And I did learn a lot during that time. And the biggest thing I learned was understanding that time management is crucial to oh. being able to build a business Absolutely. Um, as well as financial management mm-hmm. and knowing that sometimes in order for it to get to the next level, I have to build the team. Yes. I have to ask for the help. Mm-hmm. And finding people that are just as passionate about my business as I am, mm-hmm. it's not as easy as I thought. Yeah, that sounds very <laughs> tough. Because, I mean, it's your baby. You know what I mean? So it's not their baby. So they're not going to see it the same as you. But hopefully you can find somebody who can come as close as, you know, as possible. As close as possible. Yeah. yeah. So Because right now I'm like, I can't pay you a whole lot. So right. I need you to really love what we're doing. Right. But be like, but when we blow up, I got but you. But when we blow up though, I got you. Right. I'll get you a corner office and everything. Right. So. Like just stick it out with me. Okay. We could be that story. We could talk about this right. together on Oprah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. When I get to Super Soul Sunday, right. I will invite you. I promise. Right. <laughs> so speaking of big visions, what is your big vision for your, for your company for your brand what do you want to see um, I would love to have my own store um just like a you know brick and mortar and and just just I just really would like to have a store and just be able to also um maybe start some type of organization in which I can give back to those that are in need like I said I love to um donate a portion of the profits from some of the candles to um 
what's the word I'm trying to say? <laughs> other organizations. So um, other organizations. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just, you know, just want to have my own store selling my products. Um, hopefully expand, make some more products like diffusers, soaps, all that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. um, just hopefully get that onto a national level. But as far mm-hmm. as like a smaller goal, I would love to have some of my candles in different stores like Target, mm-hmm. Walgreens, things okay. like that. So Hopefully, in the near future, that will happen, and okay, we'll see. <laughs> that sounds good. Now, are you a part of any like small business owners like networks or organizations or anything like that that you that you could recommend? I'm not yet, but I am looking into joining. I know, um, I believe it's the LGBT. Um, I forgot mm-hmm. what it's called. Um, I know they have like a small business um, section in which you can network with other people. They do like monthly brunches so you can network um, and they have like a directory of Mm -hmm. LGBT owned um, businesses. So I'm hoping to join into that, the local chapter. I know they also have a national chapter as well. So Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. there's a, there's a couple, I think there's like a small business association. Um, Actually Long Beach city college has a small business owners a resource office that's on I'm pretty sure it's on pine between like fourth and fifth it's been a while since I've been over there but LBCC has like an organ a part of the school is actually dedicated to supporting small business owners specifically if you live in the Long Beach area oh amazing. so okay that's another one to check out and a lot of the stuff is free um you know if you can become a member and it's sometimes you some organizations you know have like a cost or whatever to right. become a member but there's a lot of a lot of business owners, I think one thing that we don't know until we know is that there's a lot of other small business owners out there that are at the same stages of development mm-hmm. as we are right. and are looking for a lot of the same resources. Right. And sometimes I've found collaborating with another business owner mm-hmm. benefited me in a way that I didn't expect, especially for things like... Um, what do you call it? Like the big, you know, seminars or show trade shows or events. I was able to like split a table or split a booth with a business owner that was offering something that was complimentary to what I was doing as a way for me to kind of get that exposure, especially if it was with a brand that already had a little more footing than I did Mm -hmm. or like more recognition or whatever. Definitely. So, um, yeah. So that was like something that someone shared with me and I was like, good idea. Um, so right now are most of your sales happening online? Is that how yeah. you're reaching people? Yeah, the okay. majority are online. Um, I've been doing a lot of pop-up shops, so, um, I get a lot of sales when I do those type of events. So, um, I like to do just, um, I've been doing a lot of more smaller type of events just in the community mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. so just, it's good to be out there in person and actually meeting people and letting people actually feel and smell the candles because it's hard to obviously decide what you want looking online I'm like yeah people see a description but they're like what does that really smell like you know exactly so, what does sandalwood and lavender right smell like? they're like, <laughs> like uh... those even go together right because yeah. a lot of times I mean we've all ordered stuff and you think it's something and then it comes you're like uh this is not what I thought it was so um yeah it's like uh, it's so much better just to be out there selling in person so I'm just trying to do that more I'm trying to just network more um, mm-hmm. and cause I've been kind of, I guess people say I'm a little too humble sometimes. So they're like, mm-hmm. you know, you need to be out there like every day, like pumping up your business, you know? 
So I'm getting more into doing that and just, you know, telling people about my business almost every day. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, you got to talk about it. You know, <laughs> you do. You know, I was um, I jumped on the Herbalife bandwagon okay. uh, back in 2013 okay. <laughs> and I got off of it shortly after. <laughs> a lot but I jumped did. on it. I jumped a lot. I was on that Herbalife train. Okay. And one of the things that, you know, one of the I guess one of the best pieces of information that I took away from them was, you know, to develop these like, know and trust relationships with people mm-hmm. and to be able to develop the like no trust relationship with someone in less than 60 seconds was, you know, a guaranteed client or customer. Mm -hmm. And at first I was like, what are you talking about? How am I going to get somebody to like me, me, know me and trust me in 60 seconds? But it was like what you said, putting yourself out there, making yourself visible, Mm -hmm. talking about your, your brand and your business to the point where people just know you as you know what I mean? Right. Or exactly. For me, it was the yoga lady or whatever it was. And at first I was like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to like bombard people or come off too salesy. Mm-hmm. But, um, I used to work for Apple. Okay. And that was my last, you know, real job. And I, you know, made a lot of money for the company selling their products. Mm-hmm. And I got so confident in the product itself that I would, would, develop these like no trust relationships with every single customer that I interacted with oh, wow. day. And it wasn't until I really kind of like dug back into that part of me that I was like, well, why was I so willing to confidently sell this other person's brand? Mm-hmm. But when it came to my own brand, I was maybe not as confident so or true. I wasn't it. Yeah. You know, so does, has, does that happen for you ever? Do you ever feel like you're not presenting it with the with the level of confidence and assurance that it deserves. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, I am, I am working on that. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to, a lot of people were like, I didn't even know you had a business. And I'm like, okay, that's mm-hmm. not good. Like somebody who was in my family telling me that I'm like, okay, I'm, I need to get it together. <laughs> like I need to be <laughs> telling everybody about this business. So, um, yeah. so yeah. So now I'm like, here's my card. You know, if I'm getting an Uber, Hey, do you like candles? Here's my card. Check out my website. You know, just putting yeah. in, put in my card in bathrooms, just random stuff. Just every, so. yeah, like everywhere. Like I, I mean, it's so funny because as I'm talking to you, I'm thinking, I'm like yoga studios, like every yoga studio that's in Long Beach guarantee they want some candles. They right. probably have a retail, you know, shelf. Like I, I hadn't, have not yet explored the avenue of like a product based, you know, um, I guess, revenue source for my business, just because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know what to make. Um, and I haven't felt led to make anything yet. So right. I am like, I'll just teach you how to do yoga and teach you how to meditate right. and I'll coach you. But I think when it comes to like an actual product, I like the idea that you are local, mm-hmm. that you are a black woman, that you are a member of the LGBTQ community, that you are an advocate, that you have so much heart, Mm -hmm. you know, behind your business. I think heart-centered businesses are starting to become more visible. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's really important, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's obviously a plethora of other, you know, products and brands that are out there on the market for consumers to enjoy. Mm -hmm. So for someone like yourself to follow that inspiration and say, you know what, I want to make this better. Right. I want to provide people with non-toxic aromatherapy right and this is a way that I can do it and make it accessible and accessible and affordable Mm -hmm. and to have you know so much intention behind it is really really awesome so that stood out to me when I saw your products I was like I want her to be (laughs) (laughs) right and I'm like a lot of people like that you know they're like oh you hand make these yourself like you know I pour the wax myself 
Um, I'm like, and you can also, this stuff is so safe. You can use this melted wax on your skin as a moisturizer. So a lot of times you can't do that with, you know, regular candles. So I'm pretty sure I can't do that with the candles that I right. got. So it's Yankee like, <laughs> candles or whatever. no, you, it'll, it'll just like sit there yeah. on your skin. Like, okay. But no, this is like, like I said, I just want to make something, you know, good for people. And, you know, I'm, and at first I was like, should I kind of, they said, you know, a lot of black owned businesses, they kind of hide that they are black owned. And which is kind of, you know, unfortunate because people said a lot of times you won't get sales. And I'm like, that's, not true so I was like I'm gonna start putting myself out there more like hey this is me I make these you know what I mean so I'm not gonna hide who I am yeah I think there's yeah I think there's actually I don't quote me on the name but I think there's like a black business owners bureau of some kind Mm -hmm. because um there's a coffee shop that I was working with last year called Sip and Sonder in Inglewood and they actually have a little decal that's in their window that's like we're a black business owner we're part of this organization i have to google that i'll email it to you if i find it but um there's an organization that you can be a part of for that exact reason so that because some people like myself when i go to a new place i'm looking for the black owned businesses Mm -hmm, me too (laughs) i'm looking for the black owned yoga studio the black owned lash play whatever i'm looking for the black owned businesses and and also looking for LGBTQ friendly spaces as mm-hmm. well, depending on, you know, what I'm looking for. So I think that, um, unfortunately, yes, some, some businesses, black owned, non-black owned are just trash, you know, their products yeah. are no good and they're cutting corners and people can tell. Right. But I think that business owners like yourself get to be a part of the change of that stigma mm-hmm. that, oh, if it's a black owned business, the products aren't going to be good or the service is right. no good or whatever, whatever. And it's like, no. I am a black business owner. My, I stand behind my product. Mm-hmm. You know, I stand behind my service. You know, I accept, you know, feedback, et cetera, et cetera. It will help people start to change that because I think that a lot of black people would love to support a black owned business if they knew that's what it was. Right. Absolutely. And I'm just like, I'm just seeing such an, uh, what's it? So many um, black owned businesses are just popping out like just so many people are starting businesses so many women are starting businesses and it's just amazing to see and I'm just like I love that we're all supporting each other and just putting each other on like I'm just I'm making so many friends who have their own businesses you who make like shea butters who make like Mm, my mm -hmm. sister-in-law she's making her own toothpaste now like it's just it's it's just everywhere and this is popping up and I'm just I'm here for this I love it yeah that's so awesome that's it that's exciting it's and it's it's an exciting time Mm -hmm. to like you said become a business owner I think that with the you know onset of the internet yeah (laughs) (laughs) with the you know increased popularity Mm -hmm. of social media it makes you know reaching people that much easier would you say that you do you see a lot of you know traffic to your website to your sales coming from instagram oh yeah almost like 90 percent of my sales come from instagram like it's Mm -hmm. amazing like that's why i'm constantly on there but it's Mm -hmm. like just and it's it's free like you could just post and it's free like you can't beat that. So I'm like, it's the perfect time to have a small business. But yeah, almost all of my business comes from Instagram. Um, okay. So I just utilize it as much as possible. And I made some amazing connections through Instagram. And mm-hmm. that's where I find out a lot about a lot of events. And um, it's a good networking space too. So I agree. I agree. I think it's pretty cool. I think that it's a way, like you said, it's a free platform mm-hmm. 
you know, if you want to make investments to boost posts or right. do promos or whatever, you can. Right. But it's like five dollars if you wanted to right. do that. So it's cheap. still very <laughs> affordable. Right. Yeah, it's very affordable. Right. So I think it's I think it's great. Um yeah. okay, so my last question for you, well, one of my last questions for you is um how will you know when you've reached the level of success that you aspire to reach? Oh, I don't know. Um, I feel like we're, I'm constantly changing. So something that I may think is like that level now may not be what I want, you know, in two years mm-hmm. from now, but I just want to be financially stable. I just want to be mm-hmm. able to, um, like I said, do this. I think once I have like my first store and I'm financially stable just from sales of this business, that will be a level of success for me mm-hmm. at that time. So um, that's cool. Yeah. And just, um, just feeling good about it, enjoying it, um, feeling like I am giving back and helping people as well. That is successful to me as well. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So at the end of each of my, you know, podcast episodes slash interviews, I like to ask, like three final questions. And um, the first one is, how did you show yourself love today? Today, I made myself a smoothie for breakfast. (laughs) So and then uh, I took a really hot shower, a lot of steam, peppermint oil, inhaled and exhaled the oil, the steam. Um, And then I meditated for about 10 minutes. So that made me feel very at ease. And yeah, that was that was it. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. And what is your power word? Power word. Um, I'm going to say peace. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Peace is, that's a good yeah. one. Peace. That's a good <laughs> one. And the last thing I do, um, I like to use Oracle decks uh, just for you know, positive words, positive vibes every day. And so um, for this podcast, I've selected the Oracle of E, which um, it's a non-denominational um, Oracle deck, but E is for everything. And there are 52 cards in the deck. So I'm going to ask you to pick a number between one and 52. Uh, 26. Okay. So the message <clears throat> on card number 26 is talking smack. That small thinking you've been doing, get over it. There's no reason to compare yourself to others because there is no other like you. The only person capable of putting you down is yourself. So all that remains are three little questions. Why, why, why? Wow. <laughs> I def- that definitely hit home for me right now. I definitely needed to hear that. Okay. <laughs> Okay. They kind of work. They kind of work that way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like tripping out right now. Um, thank you for that. <laughs> You're. Thank you. I just. I just want to say I. I appreciate you so much for saying yes. For you know deciding to accept the invitation. I see so much potential in your business. I you know have probably like eight thousand things in my cart and just am waiting to order all of them. <laughs> I tell people about your candles and I don't even have any in my house oh, today. I, have to send, I you some. send people to your Instagram page. I am um, I believe in what you're doing. I see the heart behind what you're creating. I, I can feel the intention behind what you're creating and I see that 
you're presenting yourself to the community in a way that's very unique, that's very real. And I just, I send you so much love and light and growth and prosperity for your business, for your, for yourself. And I just want to say, I see you, I see the light and the love that shines in you. And I'm just so grateful that you said yes to be a part of this. Oh, thank you so much. That truly means a lot to me. I, like I've been following you for a while. Your posts are so inspiring. You always seem like such a genuinely nice person just through your posts and through the messages and so thank you so much for everything and for inviting me and allowing people like me to get just our name and business out there it's you have no idea how much it means to me Mm, absolutely (laughs) it's my pleasure so enjoy the rest of your Tuesday yes it's Tuesday Tuesday. (laughs) okay enjoy enjoy the rest of your Tuesday and um, I'll talk to you Alrighty, take care bye-bye peace have a choice of hundreds of podcasts and I appreciate you for choosing this one. Please take a moment to subscribe, share, and review this podcast. If you like what you've heard, check out my first book, Because I Said So, Simple Ways to Rewrite Your Story, available on Amazon. Stay connected on social media. Find me at Keyshawn Rains. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to something different and experience something new. Peace and blessings. Namaste.